Welcome to another episode of the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast. As always, I'm so honored and excited to be here for yet another episode. If you've been listening in for a while and you like the podcast and want more content like this, then I invite you to join my community group on Facebook, where you'll find like-minded women all on the same journey to become their strongest, fittest, healthiest selves whilst quitting the fads, the bullshit, and the excuses. And if at some point you've thought, wouldn't it be great to work with Alessia, then I invite you into my one-on-one weight loss coaching program, Metabolic Rebuild. The program is specifically for you if you're a woman over 30 who wants to quit the lifelong dieting, rebuild your slow metabolism from years of yo-yo diets, fads, and quick fixes that have never worked so you can lose fat without giving up your favorite foods and build a fitter, leaner, stronger body that you love and feel confident in. To apply, all you need to do is hit the link in the show notes or even head on over to my website at alessiadcoaching.com for more details. Now, on to the episode. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. So this week, we're going to dive deep into one of my favorite topics and that I've kind of put off for a little while because it really requires me to uh, plan a lot and, you know, I really wanted to make sure that I would hop on and record this podcast with as much information and as much helpful strategies as possible to help you understand how your metabolism works and how you can actually eat more, train less and still lose fat because it's kind of like what it's it's basically the opposite of what we've been told our whole lives. We've been told that you've got to eat less, move more and that's it. And you know what? I'm guilty. I have believed this and I've preached this and now, you know, in the last I would say year or year and a half to two years as I've gotten more you know knowledge around how the metabolism works and how years and years and years of fad diets and crash dieting and under eating can truly damage your metabolism does it break no because your metabolism is fluid there's a lot that affects it and influences it and there's no way that you can truly break your metabolism otherwise you'd probably be dead (laughs) but it does um, mean that if you you know spend years and years under eating not fueling properly over training over exercising and um, dieting doing fads your body will take a hit your metabolism will get affected and it will change and it will down regulate and that that's what we're going to talk about today i'm going to talk to you about how you can actually eat more train less and lose fat so essentially we're going to talk about how to rebuild your metabolism and we're going to talk about how you can rebuild your metabolism with nutrition and how you're going to be able to do that as well with training how to actually switch up from you know training in the gym doing tons of cardio and exercising like a mad woman um you know doing crazy stuff in the gym or exhausting yourself to something called uh, something called minimum effective dose and how that is going to really help you in actually changing your body in getting toned in changing your body composition losing fat getting you know 
the body that you've always wanted. So let's talk about rebuilding your metabolism. What does that even mean? So women are constantly struggling to lose weight. Like this is not a new thing. You know, there are women everywhere that go on diets year after year and eat less and less each time. In the past, you know, I've done it. Like I've spent years dieting. If you follow me on Instagram, I share a lot of my story because having had IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, I spent years trying to fix it with diet, right? With nutrition, but I did it in the worst way possible. I did it in so many different ways and essentially none of them actually worked. Um, Aside from the fact that IBS is a very complex syndrome that cannot be fixed with any one solution. And if anyone does tell you that they're lying or they're flat out wrong, Um, at the end of the day, I think all women have gone on a diet once or twice or 10 times, even more than that in their lifetime. And I still speak daily, literally daily to women, whether they're clients, whether they're, um, potential clients or even friends and family that are not getting any success with anything related to weight loss like they are on and off diets constantly and they sometimes lose weight and then they gain it all back after a few months of being off the diet um you know think keto think low carb paleo you know women doing these diets going on these diets on i don't know the first of january new new me new year new me that kind of stuff and then gaining it all back and here's the statistics like The majority of people, I think it's like 90% of women or men, people that go on diets actually regain the weight back and regain it with so much more interest, meaning they gain more back. And over the years, the more they do that, the more they keep going on diets, they keep actually piling on weight. So instead of losing, they're actually gaining over time. And it's it's just crazy it's crazy to me and we are still like we're still battling this like we we have so much information at our fingertips we have so much more science evidence-based coaches that are out there doing great work but why are we still seeing people doing fads people going on diets people not eating enough and not fueling their bodies properly training in the wrong way and still going on doing these crazy cardio workouts and hit classes and group fitness classes and just just doing it all backwards. And so why are we seeing this? Well, it's a combination of two things, I think. One, there's very little understanding about metabolism, um, especially within coach like within the coaches and, and, and the industry itself. And then there's the fact that people just want quick fixes and most people would rather continue lying to themselves or not being honest with themselves which is essentially the same thing but like there people just don't want to face the truth okay they don't want to face the truth and they don't want to spend the time and invest the effort that it takes to actually rebuild their metabolism and to do things the right way. So they're they're constantly chasing the next quick fix, the next 
quick fat diet or they're you know on the quest of trying to get results as fast as possible and actually not getting anywhere um and so that's the problem right that we're facing and that's the problem i'm facing and you know up until two years ago i was very much the type of coach that would preach calorie deficit calorie deficit and only calorie deficit is the answer to losing fat but you know even though it's true there are so many nuances to that and there's so many ways that we can actually get into a calorie deficit lose fat without being on restrictive diets without having to white knuckle our way to the body that we want and certainly without ruining our metabolism over time and so i went on a quest a couple of years ago to understand metabolism and i've learned from such amazing people amazing coaches um within the pro metabolic community but also within you know the evidence-based community of coaches that are you know they're, they're they're they lean towards more of a holistic approach to fat loss not just you know preaching calories in calories out you know i i respect a lot of the the Kiko crowd, the calories in, calories out people. Um, but I do believe that there's more to the equation. And so that's what I kind of wanted to go into today. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to go on a diet and you're going to eat less and you're going to train and you're going to try and lose weight, it better freaking work. Otherwise, what is the point? Am I right? Like, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to diet forever. And I'm sure you don't want to spend your entire life on and off diets, constantly on and off that wagon. And so that is why I created, you know, my lean method. That's why I created the Metabolic Rebuild program that takes you through the lean method, takes you through my signature system of how to actually rebuild your metabolism. So today I wanted to actually basically tell you how to do it. So, um... At the end of the day, the more you try diets, the more you try doing it on your own, nothing happens, right? The eat less, move more advice stops working at some point and you start to blame yourself, you start to blame your hormones, you start to blame food groups like carbs or sugar, um, even you start to blame star you start to blame it on starvation mode right because you're like well you know i'm i'm in a calorie deficit but i'm not losing weight and so i must be in starvation mode because i'm not eating enough you've heard this many many times right and it's complete bogus because i'm going to explain to you how it actually works your body's metabolic rate your chemical reactions that occur in the body okay which is your bmr your bmr is things like digestion the energy that's required to process food and digest food the energy required to keep your brain functioning you know basically the energy required to keep the lights on (laughs) so all of that is called your bmr okay your basal metabolic rate and it's influenced by a host of different factors and these are things like your exercise volume meaning how much exercise are you doing on a day-to-day basis Um, your hormones the quantity and quality of food the stress in your life the sleep that you're 
you are or aren't having, um, hydration, you know, these kinds of things, micronutrients, you know, the levels of, of, of micronutrients in your food, right? Again, that comes back to quality of food. So your basal metabolic rate is influenced by these things. Your met, your, essentially your metabolism, okay? Your metabolism is not static. It's not one number, despite what some calorie calculators will tell you, you know, when you plug in some numbers, into a calorie calculator and it's you know spews out numbers and tells you well this is how much you burn and this is how much you burn at rest and this is how much you burn at exercise these are all just a starting point they're not accurate they're not you know static every day your 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 metabolism is is working and it's it's uh, doing its job but it's not static it's fluid okay so your body maintains its weight on a certain amount of calories okay your body maintains its weight on a certain amount of calories calories aka food energy and this is different from person to person and when you enter a calorie deficit okay which is the only way to lose fat which is eating less than required to maintain that weight okay over time something called metabolic adaptation occurs so what is metabolic adaptation so it's a natural mecha- uh, mechanism it's a natural mechanism in your body that happens naturally okay this is a completely normal situation that's happening in your body your metabolism regulates itself okay to lower food consumption so that its new requirement for maintenance is now lower than before. So one way that it does this is actually down-regulating your movement, okay? Outside of training, we're going to talk about NEAT, outside NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it down-regulates you moving. It literally down-regulates Okay, you're fidgeting, you're, you're going you're, you're gonna to blink less or blink slower, you're going to walk around less, you're going to move less, you're going to uh, basically just sit all day, right? So when you go into this calorie deficit, when you start eating less, your metabolism does its job by down-regulating, okay, the amount of food that it needs, okay, to slow things down. And it happens in a very subtle way, that you can't even notice it. You don't notice it. It's so subtle and it happens over time. So then you don't notice it. Okay. And it's out of your control. It's completely out of your control. Now, metabolic adaptation can be why, okay, you can eat low calories without losing weight. Okay. So this is where the scenario is you're eating 1200 calories okay because my fitness pal told you that you know you've got to go on a diet so this is how much you, you've got to eat to lose weight and you're not losing and you think why the hell am i not losing anything when i am in a calorie deficit and you know i can tell you from experience i had i've had clients literally tell me and fight me on this that they calculated their steps they calculated their food intake and they told me no 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 on paper i'm on i'm on a calorie deficit on paper i'm in a calorie deficit 
And I'm like, but are you losing fat? And they're like, no. And I was like, you're not in a calorie deficit. And so they're confused. This is metabolic adaptation. Okay. Metabolic adaptation is normal. And it's absolutely what your body is 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 designed to do it's designed to keep the lights on okay it's designed that if you're not eating enough it will slow down all its processes it will slow down or down regulate all the most important things that can be down regulated but still keep you alive okay so for example if you eat less over time your period and hormones will get out of whack because you can still survive without a period. You can still survive without menstruating. But is it healthy? No, obviously. And it will slow things down like movement. We'll be like, well, why do I need to move? Okay, I don't need to move to stay alive. I'll just downregulate movement. Without knowing, you will start moving less. It's normal. It's natural. Okay? Now... Let me repeat, okay? Low calories don't automatically mean that you're in a calorie deficit. This is why plateaus happen, okay? People get on a diet, they start losing weight, and then eventually at some point they stop losing. And they're like, well, why is this not working anymore? Why is this number, this calorie deficit not working anymore for me? Well, it's because of metabolic metabolic adaptation, okay? So it's not starvation mode, which most people go ahead and say that, oh yes, you know, I'm, I'm eating less and I'm not losing. That means I'm in starvation mode. Because if you just logically think about this, okay, logically, what happens to children starving in Africa? What happens to people that literally don't have any money to buy food and they're beggars on the streets? They literally starve. They they, they, they become malnourished and eventually their body starts eating away its own tissues, all right, and they eventually starve to death. So less food means less energy means calorie deficit. However, metabolic adaptation does kick in at some point before that terrible thing called death happens and so what happens is that your metabolism slows down it down regulates okay it slows down it down regulates it stops burning calories it stops burning energy it stops asking for energy hunger goes down hormone function goes down digestion goes down everything slows down okay until the lights come off when you're dead so it's doing what it's supposed to do. It means that your metabolism is actually working as intended for survival. It does not know or care that you are just trying to lose fat. Your body doesn't give a crap whether or not you want to fit into your little black dress. It wants to keep you alive, okay? So you have to understand that. You have to understand the laws of energy balance if you ever want to understand how to change your body shape and change your body composition so it only responds and is influenced by the stimulus that it receives your metabolism only responds to what you put it through okay so i hope that makes sense now that we have made it clear what's happening 
when your metabolism slows down and you can no longer lose weight on low calories, how do we fix it? How do we fix it? This is where most women are. This is where most of my clients are before they come and join the Metabolic Rebuild program, where where their metabolism is no longer functioning properly. Okay, it's down-regulated so much so that they need to eat so little in order to not gain weight. Okay, because anything that they eat automatically they gain because they've down-regulated it so low that their maintenance calories is no longer something healthy like 2,000 calories or more. It's 1,500, 1,400, 1,200, 1,000. Yes, it can be that bad. And this happens slowly over time. And it happens mostly in people who are always dieting, okay? Always on and off dieting, chronic dieting, yo-yo dieting, on and off, on and off, on and off every single year. Over time, this is what's happening, okay? Again, I'll give you one of my favorite examples of the show The Biggest Loser, okay? What happened there is that they put these people on such low calories that they down-regulated anyway, okay? And so as soon as they went off the show and they went and they started eating like normal human beings, they gained it all back because the calories that they were eating was, were now a surplus, meaning that their, ma- their maintenance calories were so damn low that their, their metabolism had down-regulated so much so that any extra calories, like I'm talking even three, 400 500 calories over, it became a surplus for them. Okay, so this is what's happening. This is what is slowing down of your metabolism. This is why we have to rebuild the metabolism. This is why we've got to prime and engage the metabolism before we go on another calorie deficit diet. So how are we going to do that? I'm going to walk you through step by step how to rebuild your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose fat long-term and keep it off. That's the most important thing. Keep it off. So let's start with nutrition. So first things first, before you do absolutely anything, anything at all, before you change anything in your diet, you need awareness. You need awareness of where you're at. You need to know your starting point. You need to know what's going on, okay? And unfortunately, you're not going to be able to know what's going on unless you track your food and understand your starting point when it comes to energy. How much food are you actually eating? So how many calories does your body need to maintain your current weight? So right now, if you weigh 75 kilos, okay, and you want to lose 10 kilos and you haven't been able to do this, but you have no idea how much you're actually eating on a day-to-day basis, that is your starting point, okay? This is where you need to start. You don't go online and go onto a calorie calculator and find all these numbers that are just going to confuse you. Don't start there. Start with tracking your food intake without changing anything. 
don't change your habits, don't change anything, just track what you're eating. You could do this for a week, you can do it for two weeks, you can do it for 30 days. My best advice is at least do it for two weeks. 30 days is great, but you don't need to know really, you can find this out in two weeks, pretty much. All right, two weeks. Find out what is your body energy requirements. Most women have a low TDE, right? And a low BMR. TDE is total daily energy expenditure. How much your body needs to maintain your current weight doing everything. Remember, keep the lights on, but also exercise, okay? And your BMR is included into that. Coupled with having no muscle, okay, if you have no muscle, your BMR will be even lower because muscle is more expensive energy-wise. It requires more food to maintain. It burns more calories. So the less that you have, the worse off you are. That's why I'm always harping on about building muscle. And we're going to talk about that in in the training side of things of this episode. But what do we need to do? We need to track our food and understand how much we're eating. And I'm talking about doing this consistently, not like doing it one or two days and then being like, yeah, you know, this is my intake. No, I'm talking about doing this religiously every single day for two weeks minimum in an app, okay, is the best way to do it because the app will calculate it for you. You don't have to do maths. You just need to put in your food and then look at the daily intake. All right. And alongside of this, you need to weigh yourself every single day, weigh yourself every single day, and also take measurements at the beginning and measurements at the end. Okay. Your, your tape measurements. This is so you can monitor two things. One, you can monitor your weight and two, you can monitor your measurements. Measurements is mostly for fat and weight is for you know, obviously your overall weight, okay? Because intake of food regulates weight. Now, once you have a starting point, okay, once you know how many calories your body needs, you can have direction. Now that you have data, we know what direction to take, okay? We know that if you're eating too much, and you've gained weight in the in this you know two week aware awareness or assessment week so to speak and you've gained weight and you, your measurements have gone up we know that you are in a surplus we know that your body is eating more than it needs okay and the best course of action to do is clean up your diet bring some structure in routine eat mostly whole foods eat less out um drink less alcohol basically you know the drill eat better. Okay. Now I'm not going to go deep, deep into like what to eat, how much to eat, all of this, because that's an episode in and of itself. But essentially, if you know you're eating too much or you're already coming here with the, the, the notion or the, that you already know that you're overeating and you already know that you're eating junk food and you're, you know, you're a hundred kilos, for example, then obviously we know what's going on. You're overeating. But if you have tracked for two weeks, all right, and you know how much you're eating and you are actually not eating very much, 
and you're gaining weight or you're not losing any weight on something like 1200 calories or something really low, if you're under eating, which is the case for a lot of women, a lot of women, okay? I know women that literally have one meal a day, one meal a day. They'll wake up, they'll have coffee, and then they might have like a little snack, and then they'll have one main meal, and that main meal is usually really big, and that's it. That's all they eat. And so we know that that's way, 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 way too low. And if you are a woman, okay, of, I don't know, you're over 10 years old, (laughs) you should not be eating 1,200 calories to maintain your weight. So what do we do? You have to reverse diet. So reverse dieting is a tool that we use to rebuild your maintenance calories. This is essentially what reverse dieting means to rebuild your maintenance calories, bring your maintenance calories higher, bringing food intake higher to help increase total daily energy expenditure to help you increase your metabolic rate so you can build that metabolism up to a more healthy place, okay? Reverse dieting doesn't just mean to eat a ton of food, okay? It means that you have to strategically increase calories over time, and this process does take time. It doesn't happen overnight, especially if you have been chronically dieting for years on end, okay? If you have been doing this for years and years and years and years, like on and off, on and off, crazy fad diets, like, girl, it's going to happen when it happens. It's going to take time. You cannot put a time frame on it. I give, you know, very loose timelines, but honestly, like in my experience, it's taken way more than people think, more time than people think. It takes longer than people think. And it's not a simple process that you could just eat out and eat all that you want and just crank up the food and you're going to lose fat. No, that doesn't happen. You need to do it strategically. And in my opinion, getting a coach, all right, is the best thing that you could do. Do not do this alone because it's, it's, it's very difficult to not get so attached to what's happening and the process if you're on your own. You need external eyes and you need somebody from outside your immediate like, you know, circle and life and whatever to help you put things into context, to help you stay the course because it's not something that happens overnight and it's very easy to quit and go back to your old ways when things get uncomfortable. So reverse dieting, like I said, doesn't just mean to eat all your food, eat all the food and hope that it works. No, it needs to be strategic. So I do recommend getting a coach. And of course, if you want, you can always reach out to me and we can talk about getting you in the metabolic rebuild program. But food quality also matters. Okay. So I wanted to also mention that food quality matters. Like I said, it's not just about shoving food in your body. It's about actually eating real, whole, nutrient-dense food, okay? And something that I learned from the pro-metabolic eating crowd is that the best food that you can eat are things like meats, healthy fat, dairy, well-cooked veggies, and seasonal fruit. And 
really this is the food that's going to help you feel the best it's going to help rebuild your metabolism it's going to help get you all the micronutrients and macronutrients that you need your protein your fats your carbs in the right ratios for your needs but also it's going to be easy on the gut it's going to be easy to digest especially if you have issues with gut health and bloating and gas and constipation and those those symptoms that are really hard to deal with and it also is the most enjoyable way to eat so you're not cutting out carbs you're not cutting out um you know foods like animal foods and going vegan plant-based none of this stuff works guys none of these fad diets work so nutrient dense foods minimally processed foods real food foods foods that your grandmother would eat okay and would recognize now does this does this mean that you have to be super super like eat clean and you can't have a donut or you can't have pizza no of course not if you listen to my podcast you know that i'm all about that 80 20 percent rule there so you know you want to still have fun you still want to be able to enjoy food and have flexibility and metabolic flexibility is a gift, all right? But you can't get metabolically flexible unless you rebuild your metabolism. So you are giving your your body for the majority of the time nutrients that maintain healthy hormones brain function energy output and strength help you build muscle so nutrition isn't really only about calories right vitamins minerals micronutrients are vital for optimizing your health optimizing your diet optimizing your metabolism so you feel your best now Spending time in a reverse diet, like I said, does take time. It doesn't happen overnight, but imagine being able to maintain your weight on 2000 calories or more. Okay. I prefer more than that, but you know, we've got to start somewhere versus 1200 or 1500 calories. It's a far better place to be in than constantly having to diet down and constantly having to be like super, super anal about everything that goes through your mouth because you're going to gain weight. Okay. So that is what it means to rebuild a metabolism. And this is what it means for for long-term fat loss. Okay. Eating more food isn't bad. We have been told ever since we were little girls that we got to eat less, that we got to be small, that we got to be less. We've got to, we've got to just shrink. Okay. That it's only about the scale could not be further from the truth, could not be further from the truth. So ladies, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my God, this is just all so stressful. I don't know if my metabolism is working. I don't know if my metabolism is downregulated. I'm not losing weight. I'm not seeing results. Here's a quick checklist to kind of know whether or not you need a reverse diet, whether or not you're in a place that you actually need to rebuild your metabolism. Number one, you feel like you're forever dieting, but you see no change. Number two, you feel like shit most of the time. So you don't have good energy levels. You don't have strength. You don't, uh, you know, you, you don't really go to the bathroom very much. You have irregular digestion, that kind of stuff. You just don't feel good, basically. You struggle to get a good night's sleep. So sleep is an issue. You're hungry 
a lot of the time and you're you've lost your appetite okay you've lost your appetite and you never experience hunger i'm talking to a lot of women please tell me i'm talking to a lot of women i speak to so many women that literally say oh i'm never hungry like i'm not hungry in the morning and i'm just my appetite's not there and i've been there guys i've been there and i still struggle sometimes because of years of intermittent fasting and skipping breakfast like i know what that feels like so if you're not hungry and you're you know some days you're really really ravenous that's a sign of an imbalanced metabolism and irregular blood sugar levels and we need to fix that you're feeling restricted around food so food feels like oh my god like you're scared of everything like oh i'm you know i i can't i can't tolerate gluten i can't tolerate dairy and this is problem and sugar is evil and carbs and this and that and the other you feel very restricted okay you have blood sugar swings and mood swings so you're constantly up and down every day there's no balance some days you are really low energy and then some days you are really wired okay so there's no kind of like middle ground you have mood swings you're emotional you have like these kind of like breakdowns randomly your body temperature has decreased and you chronically feel cold this was something that i never ever thought about until i started understanding metabolism that i always always had cold hands and cold feet and i just i always thought it was just normal and now it's no longer the case so i know that my body is working properly my metabolism is working properly when my my temperature is normal slightly on the warmer side but everyone's going to be different and this is something that you need to start measuring so taking your body temperature in the morning is a good starting point to understanding if that is the case for you um, you're struggling to gain muscle or lose fat so of course like if you're listening to my podcast and you probably are someone who is struggling to lose fat and gain muscle then obviously you need to reverse diet uh, you're not seeing strength gains or you know you're you're going to the gym and you're strength training but you're not really seeing like much progress you know you're not really getting stronger you can't seem to get better at certain movements that kind of stuff um, your menstrual cycle is irregular or you have none at all. So if you don't have a period, you have a problem. Okay. We need to fix that. And you're always tired. You're not recovering from training. You're always feeling sore. Your energy sucks. That is, that is like a, a, a typical list of all the things that show that you need a reverse diet, that you need to rebuild your metabolism but it's not going to be all maybe you have one or two it's going to be the same for everyone it's always going to be <clears throat> person dependent okay so that is important very very important everyone is different so if that is you then it's time to rebuild your metabolism and i can guarantee it's most of you <laughs> most women are in that situation and that is why when we do work on your metabolism, health always is at the forefront of what I do. So when clients come into the program, coaching with me, you know, scale weight and fat loss and all of these things are irrelevant if your health is in a shitty place. 
if your health is in a bad place, your body's not going to respond to anything. Okay. So you have to think physiology. You have to think health first. And, you know, last two years, I have decided that no matter what, my client's health comes first. Doesn't matter if they lose weight, doesn't matter if they get, uh, you know, the number on the scale to go down. That is, is kind of like a byproduct of focusing on health. Once we focus on health, then things just start somehow magically working, right? What a revolutionary idea. <laughs> so guys, so that was the nutrition side of things. Okay, long episode, but I do believe that this is, this is going to change your life. This episode is literally going to change your life. So we're going to move to training and I'm not going to go into so much detail when it comes to strength training, but I'm, I am going to cover a couple of things that are going to be really important. Number one, stop doing random workouts. Stop doing random workouts. If you want to eat more, train less and lose fat, you've got to stop doing random workouts. What does random workouts mean? It means like, you know, you hop on one workout one week and then you do something else another week. Then you go on Instagram and you see your favorite influencer doing a workout and you do their workout one day. And then you go on YouTube another day and you do something else. That is what I mean by random workouts. They have no planning whatsoever. There is no uh, thought that goes behind most of these workouts that you see online. They are not tailored to you, your goals, your abilities, your starting point, nothing. Like, it's just pointless. It's just there to make you sweat. I mean, we're talking about, you know, those typical HIIT workouts. Stop doing them. Stop now. Stop going to random cardio classes. Uh, stop going on the treadmill for hours and running like on end with no end in sight. Like this further down regulates your hormones and your metabolic rate. Cardio needs to be strategic. It cannot just be random. It has to be strategic. Everything that you do, remember everything that you do, your metabolism will respond and it's influenced by the stimulus it receives. So if you're constantly doing it one way, your metabolism has now adapted so it knows what's coming. It knows what to expect. It knows that it needs to downregulate to ensure that it keeps you alive. So if you're constantly running yourself down with cardio, you need to do something different, okay? So cardio needs to be strategic. It needs to be planned. There is one type of cardio though that is harmless it's actually very beneficial and that's walking it's so underrated and most people just need to move more 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 like in the sense of if you're only sitting on your ass all day then start walking for 20 30 minutes a day like literally it's so simple but people just overcomplicate this shit okay so start walking more and stop the crazy cardio that leaves you feeling exhausted stop the random workouts now we need to begin a periodized strength training program that's tailored to build muscle. This means that you might need to get a coach. You might need to get an online coach. You might need to get a personal trainer or a fitness coach to help you through this process. Okay. Especially initially, okay. As you're learning. So this means that they can write you a program that is suited to you and your abilities. That's customized to you, whether you have injuries, whether you have past 
past issues or pain, whether you are a beginner or you're intermediate lifter, like all of these things are in, taken into consideration. And not only will I, as your coach, take into consideration all of these things, but I will also take into consideration your um, goals, right? Like, do you want to build glutes? Do you want to build like leaner legs? Do you want more shapely arms? These things require strategic exercises done in the right way, in the right sets, reps, and um, with the right uh, with the right weight and, and, and load and volume over time. So this is what it means to periodize your strength training. It means to have a plan. Progressive overload is planning to help you get better over time. So you need to start doing this if you want to change your body. Spend less time eating... Uh, spend spend time sorry i was going to sp- say spend less time i mean spend time eating more nutrient dense foods like we've already spoke about not being afraid of slight increases of the scale okay scale weight is going to fuck your mind up if you do not just release this idea that scale weight is always fat gain okay scale weight isn't always fat gain muscle weighs something right your bones your blood your 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 organs everything has a weight everything has a weight in your body so it's not just uh, the scale weight isn't just fat gain guys so if you're always afraid of the number on the scale going up then you're never going to build muscle never You're never going to build muscle because every time you start eating food and you go on the scale and you marry yourself to that number and you see it go up, you freak out. So you go back into a calorie deficit. So you go back into under eating because you're worried and you're scared. So you're never going to actually get anywhere. You're going to be stuck on this, 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 this hamster wheel that you'll never get off. So understand that it takes time to build muscle but you cannot marry yourself to that number on the scale it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight and we've talked a lot about you know the scale weight if this is your first time listening to this podcast then um scale weight does fluctuate on a day-to-day basis it doesn't mean that it's always fat a lot of variables there so you do not have to freak out every single time but you have to understand muscle weighs something, fat weighs something, your bones and muscles, blood, organs, those things you cannot change. So we have to remove that. And then we can see really how much muscle mass you have, how much fat mass you have. And now we know, right? So another way to do this is to look at pictures. Are, is your body changing? Is your body getting you know, more toned? Are you seeing more shape to your body? Are you seeing you know, less cellulite? Those kinds of things means that your body is changing and it's not fat gain. So on the training front, you've got to stop training like crazy cardio bunny, okay, with no plan, with no understanding of what to do okay and you've got to start strength training properly and the best way to do this is to get a coach guys honestly it's the best 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 thing to do if you you know if you wanted to to earn a certain amount of money 
and you wanted to improve your uh, you know, market value and you wanted to be a professional that is sought after by recruiters, etc., you would upscale or upskill, sorry, your um, your knowledge and education and you would take courses and you that's that's how you would do it right you maybe go to university or maybe you do an online course or you know something that's going to help increase your knowledge so you become more valuable right it's the same thing with strength training if you want to build muscle and you don't know how to do it you would get a coach to help you Why do we automatically think that with diet and nutrition and exercise, we automatically have to do it on our own? Why? We go to a dentist when it comes to fixing our teeth. We go to the mechanic when it comes to fixing our car. Okay. We go to university when it comes to learning things. But God forbid, when it comes to diet, nutrition and exercise, we have no fucking clue. We have to do it on our own or we have to go on Google or YouTube. We don't invest in ourselves. So the fastest way to do it is to get a coach. The fastest way to eat more, train less, and lose fat is to get a coach. And of course, I would recommend you work with me if you love my podcast, if you you know, like me as a person and you resonate with a lot of what I talk about, then I invite you to apply um, in the show notes. You can reach out to me and we can talk about how that would work for you to uh, join the program. And it really will change your life, but you have to be ready to invest in yourself, right? You have to be ready to do things a bit differently. And that's really the essence of this podcast. It's to to have the courage to do things differently. I mean, if you've been doing things the same way year after year and it hasn't worked, why would you continue doing the same thing? Why would you continue uh, under eating, training more and hoping for the best and being restrictive and running yourself into the ground? You, You feel like shit. Like, why would you not want to do things a bit differently? So I hope this podcast has helped. Might have been a long one, but I really wanted to dive deep into the the science about metabolic rebuilding and how it works and really, truly help you um, do things differently so that you can get different results live a life of freedom when it comes to food and most importantly um, enjoy life and not be tied to the scale not be constantly hating on your body you know these these things just in my opinion life is too short honestly life is too short and if you've been a lifelong dieter and you've tried it all and you're ready to change things and you really truly want to build a health and body that you love and feel confident in, this is the way. This is the way. And it's exciting that the industry is changing and more and more coaches are getting on board this whole reverse dieting and metabolic rebuilding and pro-metabolic eating. Like it's just so exciting to be a part of it. And I am excited to continue serving my community. All right, guys, that's it for this week. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, please reach out if you have any questions and I'd love to hear from you. Um, And of course, if you... Uh, would like again to join the metabolic rebuild program or you even just curious about it just reach out send me a dm or uh, on instagram or you can even reach out to me on my website link is in the show notes um, as well as apply directly in the show notes as well so all right guys i hope you have a fantastic week and i'll speak to you in the next episode